Grayson. So Grayson's my son. I'm Mike Nagrin. I'm the dad. Um, we found like we were playing, we were watching football and I always have dumb takes and he thinks I'm stupid and I think he's stupid cause he's young. So we thought it'd be fun to like have this conversation in a podcast. So I, Grayson, like I, uh, you know, I want to call this thing old man in the G cause I'm old man. You're Grayson. You're G. What do you think about that? I think that sounds pretty cool. Do you though? Cause I mean, not really, but like, this only works if you're truthful, man. <laughs> I I don't know. We could change it, but I don't know what else we call it. All right. Well, I think for now that's what we're gonna call it. Okay. So let's talk about. Uh, we're just gonna talk about like a lot of sports and stuff like that that we've been watching over the weekend and stuff like that. Just kind of reacting to it. Um, tell me a little bit about um, you know how you feel about uh the national championship, the top four. Um, we know uh obviously we got uh. Well, you tell you tell me. Tell me who the top four is. Tell me what your reaction to it is. Uh, obviously, a lot of people think Florida got hosed. Um, Alabama kind of get in. What do you think about that? Uh, I like so the top four is Michigan, Bama, Texas, and what was the other one again? Getting in over Florida State. And like while I think, like I obviously I don't I honestly still think Florida State deserves it because. Like they never let out, left out a thirteen and zero player from the college committee ever. Like they've never left left out a thirteen and zero team, regardless, in history. So they, I think they should have got in. But I also see the argument for like why, because obviously losing your starting quarterback, it would have been a lot easier for Michigan to win that game. And honestly, I don't think it would have been fair because they only lost or they only won narrowly over Louisville to even get to the spot being undefeated. So. I don't know. I feel like they wouldn't even be here without their starting quarterback, Jordan Travis. So. I mean, what do you think about like a undefeated team uh, not making it in? Does that does that seem fair to Florida? No, I don't think it seems fair. I still think they should have made it. But what I I do understand the argument, obviously, behind Bama and like beating Georgia and the number one team in the country isn't like something you just like ignore. So like I see the argument for both sides, and I'm not too mad at it, regardless. But like. As a Michigan fan, it's definitely going to be a lot harder to play Bama than it is Florida State. So, I think in all fairness, they probably should have kept Florida in there. Do you think it's rigged? I don't think it's rigged. I mean, I just don't understand. I feel like Nick Saban knew somebody and he called them up, and that's why Alabama's in. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I think, I think he's got too much power, man. I think they're afraid of him, <laughs> and if like they piss him off. Then he's gonna like do something, or maybe he knows something. I mean, he's just a he didn't make it last year. If that was the argument, like he he could he probably would have made it last year. I mean, he he wasn't that bad last year anyway. They're like a one or two loss school anyways last year, and they still didn't make it. So like now that Florida quarterback, his name was Travis, right? Jordan Travis. Jordan yeah. Travis, right? So he said, "quote I wish I broke my leg earlier in the season so they could see that this team was still very good." And they would have gotten. Do you think that's true, or do you think he's just like? Solid I think right? that's pretty powerful. I mean, obviously he's probably just like talking about it because he believes in his team, and that's what a good player does. Like, they don't rely on themselves and think they're the best player in the core. Like, they have faith in their teammates, and so that's a really. I think that's a great thing for him to say. But like, I don't know how much they've really backed it up so far in terms of it because they haven't played amazing with him out, and they haven't played any huge teams. But I mean, they beat Louisville, even though like. They, they were without him. And, like, while it was, like, narrow victory, it's still a victory. So so do we think Michigan's the biggest loser in all of this? I mean, they were going to play a team that had a third-string quarterback, potentially maybe second-string, depending on how, you know, injury uh, recovery happened by the, the bowl game. Um, now they're going to be playing one of the hottest Alabama teams. Nick Saban knows how to coach. 
Um, I mean, it feels like Michigan's really playing a number two seed, not really a four seed. Do you feel that way? No, yeah, I definitely think that like Alabama being four is insane for Michigan to take on. I think, but that like ultimately Michigan's gonna have to prove it regardless when they take on uh, whoever wins the Texas game. It, so like, I mean, I think it's like while yeah, Michigan definitely is the biggest loser in my opinion of this, not having to take on Florida. It's like what would happen whoever they have to take on the winner of in the championship. It's still gonna be the same. And Washington, by the way, who's number two. Ah, yeah, Washington. Uh, Michael Penn. I mean, every team in the playoffs right now has a really solid quarterback at the helm, and they're all there's gonna be a lot of great ones in the draft. I mean, that's a pretty good point. Uh, I mean, ultimately, if you're gonna be champion, you gotta beat the best, right? So, uh, how do we feel? Do we think Michigan has a good shot against Alabama? Uh, like, how do the defense and the offense stack up in your mind? Um, I uh, Michigan definitely has a great shot, but like, so does Bama. I mean, you're beating Georgia; it's not an easy test, and neither is beating Ohio State. So I really legitimately think whoever comes out on this game is going to be the national champion. This is really the national championship in my mind, like right here, Bama versus uh, Michigan in the Rose Bowl. But, like, obviously, J.J. McCarthy, Corum, like, it's not just like a blowover team. But I will say, like, in terms of receiving talent, Michigan has a lot to work on. They don't have what I've liked to see in Roman Wilson and Colston Loveland and shit. All right, so, I mean, we were talking about Michigan, obviously. Uh, the other big news, of course, is that at the end of the year, uh, we're based in Chicago. Obviously, we love the Chicago Bears. Uh, they're talking about Harbaugh coming from Michigan to the Chicago Bears. Maybe that's kind of like a rumor out there. How do you feel about that? Dude, it's like a match made in heaven. Like, not many people know, but he was a former Bears quarterback himself. Like, it's just a return that needs to happen, and I think he's a great coach. He just... He led the Niners to a Super Bowl when he was here, and he just like got cut off, and they never he's never found his way back. And he's proved he's a great college coach at the college level. He's proved he's a great coach at the NFL level. I honestly don't understand why he doesn't even have a job now in current NFL, and I think it'd be great for the Bears. And I would love to w- see the way he works, especially with our offense. Just I think he's good, a uh, good offensive coach for Michigan and good at like drawing up plays, and i just like to see how he can work with like Whoever, hopefully, we get a new offensive coordinator as well. Fire Getzy and see if that's a good match. I mean, all he did last time in the NFL was make it to a Super Bowl, right? Yeah, that's all he did. Like, so I think he could obviously take the Bears to a Super Bowl. So I think the thing I'm worried about, I mean, you know, we love Justin Fields, big Justin Fields fan. He's kind of like my ride or die right now in the NFL. Um, I have concerns that, um, you know, with Harbaugh, like with any coach that's going to come to the Bears. They're going to want to bring in their own system. They're going to want to bring in their own players. Like it's a match made in heaven. If you get a head coaching job to basically have your own quarterback, your preferred quarterback. Now, I mean, obviously Justin Fields is incredible, but we also know that there's a certain senior on Michigan named JJ McCarthy. Harbaugh obviously knows him really well since he's coached him for four years. Um, Do you think Harbaugh would be like, Hey, if I'm going to come to the bears, um, I want you to draft J.J. McCarthy. I, I don't want Justin Fields. Do you think that's a risk? Like I've said, like, yeah, it's definitely a risk. Any any coach who's coached a quarterback for four years and, like, knows him well is going to want him. But, like, I've also said, like, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what Harbaugh wants. And even if he, it does and he wants McCarthy, and even if it does work out and they listen and they draft him, I still think that could be a possibility that he sits behind Fields. And they had, like, kind of a QB controversy there. But, like, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, the better quarterback's going to show who it is, and they're going to win. It's not like you can't go back and, like, relook at J.J. McCarthy after he's been drafted. I mean, 
But it's like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like Fields is going to prove himself or or McCarthy is going to prove himself, and then, then whoever wins that is going to be the starting quarterback. Do you think McCarthy's ready for the NFL? Like, can he step in next year and play? Uh, I mean, every rookie's going to take time. Like, there's so many good QBs in this draft, it's hard to tell. There's, like, legitimately, like, five or six or seven names that literally could all go in the first round as quarterbacks this draft. Like, I don't know which ones are ready. I don't know which ones aren't. But I personally believe that watching McCarthy, he's ready. And especially that fact that he's been doing it with, like, not a great receiving core his entire four years and taking them as far as they have. It's, like, it's insane to me. I think he's ready. Like what? Uh, so you don't think he's like CJ Stroud? He's gonna walk in and you know just dominate? No, I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't. No, I'm saying like he could be, but like no one truly knows. I mean, he's great, and I think that obviously, but I have a little bias. But like Stroud, even like no one, no one saw him. Like a lot of people did not see him being at this level of where he has now. And like it also has to do with coaching and like the receivers they have. Us, they've surrounded him with like tank Dell, like a rookie who even CJ Stroud got to pick that. I don't know if most people, a lot of people know that he gave the opinion, a draft tank Dell to his team. I think it's important to like listen to your players and, and, you know, let them have a say in stuff. And I think that's what ultimately will let them know if they're ready. Do you think, uh, maybe it could be like a Jordan love situation. I mean, obviously, you know, Justin Fields is an Aaron Rodgers, but he is experienced and, uh, you know, like bring JJ in for a couple years, acclimate to the NFL, you know, learn from Harbaugh, learn from Fields, and then maybe he can take over that job unless Fields just blows it up and then it could be like forever or never. I mean, I don't like, well, like with like the Rodgers and the love situation, it's like what you have to do ultimately when there's a quarterback that's young, like, yeah, you're not going to be happy with it ever when there's a competition. It doesn't matter who it is, but like, you have to win that battle between you and the other quarterback or else you're not really a great quarterback. And if it honestly, I think it might help like to give field some extra motivation. That's like, okay, now my job's not safe. I got to go out there. I got to prove it for a reason instead of just, you know, like having to just sit back and play normal, no pressure. Like we're a three win team, four win team every year. It's the bears. We're not expected to be good. Like he needs some pressure on him. And I think that maybe even McCarthy could be a positive thing for that reason. Um, if you were Harbaugh and you do you think you would give Fields a fair shake if you had McCarthy waiting there or you'd be like hey listen this is a guy I know for four years as soon as Fields makes a mistake I'm gonna like get rid of it like do you think that's a risk if Harbaugh's a good coach he's gonna give if you're if you're anyone's a good coach you're gonna give a person who's doing good a fair shake and you don't just bench someone who's been there after a few times like or else that's just going to end up bad. You can't just keep going back and forth. Like It's like Bailey Zappi and Matt Jones right now. If it's bad and bad, then there's nothing you can do. But if it's good and good, you have a choice to make. It's not like you're going to have to pick one at the end of the day and stick to it. And, and the guy who gets there is going to have to have a chance to prove himself regardless. All right. Well, I think that's pretty good first wrap on Old Man in the G. Yeah.